Hi, this is John Ratzenberger. That's right, the same John Ratzenberger that played the part of the very handsome mailman on the TV show Cheers. Now, it's a little-known fact that, in my heart, I'm just a country boy. Welcome to the NutriBlends Animal Ag Podcast, where we tell the truth about American agriculture. On this podcast, false rumors are run out of town. Misleading marketing gets called out for what it is, and you better have good science to back up your claims or you're getting a boot. You hear me? I'm John Ratzenberger, coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee. Gut health has received a lot of presses of late. With advances in science, we are learning a lot more about how the gut plays into immune responses and the overall health and performance of the animal. Angel A. Aguilar is currently the technical services manager for Lalimong Animal Nutrition. Dr. Aguilar received his Bachelor of Science in Animal Science from the Institute of Technology of Monterey, his Master of Science in Ruminant Nutrition from Texas Tech University, and his Ph.D. in Nutrition from the University of California, Davis. Welcome aboard, sir. Thank so, you. You're welcome. So, Doctor, what is gut health? Uh, John, recently you, you were right in making that statement. Uh, it has become sort of a very popular and important topic. Uh, you find it on television, radio, conferences. Uh, gut health is essentially, uh, for the lack of a better term, I like to use the three pillars of gut health are the diet, the mucosa barrier, and the gut microflora. And we can discuss this further. We think about it as keeping the, na- the animal in a steady state where not only the guts there are throughout the entire gastrointestinal tract are important, but also the diet that the animal is consuming and then how it affects its metabolism, its absorption. Uh, at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is keep these microbes in balance, in an equilibrium, so the animal's welfare and performance are not ever compromised. Now, you've heard the, 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 the word microbiome. You know, what, what is the gut microbiome or microbiota? Sure. And what role does it play in the animal? Uh, that's actually a very important uh, question and, and uh, important for our, the audience that are listening to this, that they understand the difference between these two terms because they are used uh, sometimes uh, mistakenly uh, in exchange for one another. When we say microbiome, we are referring to the genetic makeup of the microorganisms that the animal or the human, for that matter, have in their gastrointestinal tract. So the genetic makeup. Whereas when we talk about the microbiota, we refer to the entire mixture of the bacteria, protozoa, viruses, yeasts, that may be all part of this environment. So that's the difference between the two. So when we are referring to the actual population of what's in there, uh, that takes, by the way, a lot of time to establish themselves, we want to make sure that this microbiota is in a stable and sustainable state. 
so, <clears throat> excuse me, why is a balanced or diverse gut microbiota important? Well, uh, cattle can be affected uh, by many things, um, whether it's the environment they're living in, uh, whether it's the fact that we move them around from one place to another, uh, and all of the changes in the diet. So all of these things affect the balance of this microbiota that we referred to uh, just a couple of minutes ago. So these microbes are very, uh, uh, you know, it doesn't take much for them to be affected by the surrounded environment. Uh, now, what happens is oftentimes we can even have pathogenic bacteria inside of our gut. These are uh, microorganisms that can make you sick. But if we keep them in check and the population is very low, we don't have a problem. This can be harmful when this microbiota is not in balance and then we can have some problems. That's when it becomes necessary that we make some interventions and help either the human, if we're talking about humans, or the animals, in my case, that I work with uh, primarily with cattle. So we're always trying to strive to maintain and keep a healthy gastrointestinal tract, a balanced microbiota, which we think is very important and necessary, particularly in early life. I see is the Reuben microbiota different than other species? Yes, very much so. Um, in fact, in the case of cattle, um, it's very unique. Uh, I guess everybody uh, that is listening to us can understand that uh, these microorganisms that live in the rumen of a cow, uh, for example, uh, we see the cows on the pastures eating grass, eating forages, whereas we cannot do that. We don't have the enzymes that it takes to break down these forages. The cow does it very well. But what a lot of people don't understand is it's not the cow that is doing it. It's the microorganisms that are in the rumen that are degrading these forages and getting nutrients out of them. That's what's really a beauty and makes it very uh, uh, useful for uh, humankind to have ruminant species uh, and keep them on a farm or for their own, sometimes in most cases, for their own consumption of either milk, meat, or uh, other products. And so uh, it makes a very nice environment for these uh, cows to be able to use grasses, uh, to be able to use hay, to be able to use silage that we cannot consume. But they, again, they do it because they have this very specific rumen microorganisms floating around in the rumen, and these are primarily what we call bacteria or protozoa. And then in the last 20 years or so, we have discovered that there are also a few fungi in there. All of this make the environment very unique for these animals to use forages. What can a nutritionist, veterinarian, or producer do to promote a healthy gut or diverse microbial population? There are specific uh, live yeast and bacterial products available in the market today. In fact, uh, again, I say this for our audience, uh, most of us can go to the grocery store and see on the shelves uh, what we call probiotics. And uh, I'll use an example, uh, yogurts. Yogurts are now consumed very widely by a lot of people. Uh, I remember when I was a child, it was not as popular as it is now. But there are a lot of yogurt products that have live organisms. 
And you hear even on television and commercials, these are good for your digestion and so forth and so on. Well, the same thing for animals. So for animals, we have developed products that contain bacteria and also yeast, but these organisms have to be alive in order to be able to exert their their effects and, and help us, if you will. So these bacteria and yeast have proven to be beneficial both in human and in animal nutrition. So when we use these life probiotics, it's a safe and natural way to help them digest and metabolize what they're consuming. Mm-hmm. That's basically how they work. Gut health is essentially com- gut health is essentially comprised of three main components: diet, mucosa barrier, and gut microflora. We think about it as keeping the animal in a steady state where the gut microbiome and the GI tract are in equilibrium and the animal's welfare and performance are not compromised by intestinal dysfunction. Probiotics have a positive effect on the health of ruminants and provide proven control over microorganisms present in the animal and the environment. I'd like to thank Dr. I'd like to thank Dr. Aguilar and encourage our listeners to join us next week to hear what's on tap in animal agriculture.